This program is a paid commercial announcement produced and paid for by Jacob Media Partners. No statements made during the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Radio Show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed. David Bazaar, Brent Elam, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania state-registered investment advisor. Office headquarters located in Fort Washington and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings at Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Thrive Retirement Roadmap Show with your hosts, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management. They know that the road to a successful retirement is paved with consistent care and a commitment to guide the families they serve. David and Brett are co-authors of the book, Roadmap to Retirement, Navigating Your Way to Peace of Mind. The Thrive team has been recognized by Suburban Life Magazine and Philadelphia Magazine as one of the area's top wealth management firms. They've been featured in numerous publications such as the Wall Street Journal, CBS News, Fox, NBC, and ABC as well. But their greatest accomplishment yet is their ability to talk to people just like you about living out their dreams in retirement. Their phone is always open at 800-516-5861 or visit thrivefinancialservices.com. Now, here's David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. This is a big weekend for Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. We say hello to everyone tuning in uh, here on a Saturday morning. Always great to uh, begin the weekend for all of those listening on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. Big weekend, David, because looking into next week, we've been talking about it uh, going back to August when Brett and I first had the conversation uh, about the upcoming summit uh, and then the dialogue that we had in your office about the revolution and what it means. uh, And now we're on the doorstep of actually delivering that event to the Delaware Valley. I am maybe more excited than you, and I'm not sure how I can do that, but I am. (laughs) Well, you know, I try to keep an even kill. Yes, you do. No emotional roller coasters for me, (laughs) but it is exciting. It is. uh, It's great to see the work that's been put behind it, the planning. And now we're, like you said, right at the doorstep of it. So I think it's going to be a a spectacular event for the people who do attend. And uh, I know we're actually going to be taping it. So, um, you know, we, I don't know how we do, you know, use that for people who don't attend it. Um, but I'm sure the word will get out across the city that this was awesome. And for retirees planning, this is a really good tool. So, again, you still got a couple days to get there and get registered. Yeah, the event will be, Brett, on the 25th. I'll come to you first uh, for an update. I know that the registrations were continuing to build earlier in the week. I spoke to you earlier about it. Um, people can still get in, but they're running out of time. Yeah, that's it, Krause. I mean, we're excited about the number of people that have registered already, but we have a couple seats left. So, again, pataxsummit.org. Um, feel free to register there. And, again, it's an event that we're not going to miss. Again, everything that we hear 
about conventional wisdom. We need to do this and that 100% of the time. I don't know how anybody can ever make a blanket statement like that. But again, we're going to get an opportunity to have some real actionable items on the 25th. Again, our special guest, Mr. Marty Ruby, coming into town all the way from Kentucky. And again, just just excited for him uh, coming into town, just uh, spreading the word to our Thrive Army. And just to set the table and provide some clarity for the listening audience, this is not the normal workshop that occurs uh, on a weekly basis. This is much, much more detailed. This is much deeper. This is a longer look um, on one specific topic. It's also a big house. There are a lot of people going to be in the room. We'll, you'll be north of 200. I think the room is at 250. You'll be right there in terms of the number of people coming out. Yeah, just like you said, Joe, for clarity purposes, you know, at our workshops, we kind of hit probably 11 or 12 different topics. All really good topics, all relevant to retirement, all about, you know, the things that don't typically get talked about, discussed, or educated on. Um, But this particular workshop is a summit. So the idea behind it, after we spoke to Marty Ruby, and I hope a bunch of you listening caught his segment on our show a couple weeks back, you can see it's a much more specific topic. So Marty's an expert in that area, and this is related to finding alternative ways to be even more tax efficient, right? So things that once you've gotten a required minimum distribution, rather than getting caught in that tax trap of just now it's getting 1099, 1099, 1099, what can I do with that money? How can I be more efficient? Uh, For those of you that are worried about required minimum distributions, let's say things are going awesome. Um, let's say you happen to be a married person and you've got two social security checks, maybe a pension check. You really don't need that required minimum distribution for monthly cash flow, but you're forced to take it and that creates that tax consequence. Is there something that can be done to alleviate that challenge? And simply the answer is yes. And Marty's going to go very deep on that topic about what to do. And it's the event will be again on the 25th. Start time is 7 o'clock. It's at the Doubletree Suites uh, in Plymouth Meeting. So the access is very easy right off the Blue Route, right off the Turnpike. Uh, going to be a great night. I'm looking, to, I'm looking forward to uh, being in attendance Um, As um, one of the listeners, uh, just like I do this radio show and really kind of consume and and absorb and and, and learn from uh, Marty and and, and be able to see what he can deliver, I think it really is going to be an incredible, uh, incredible event. It's a must attend. I hate to frame it like that, but um, I just need to be candid with the listening audience. Like I believe it's a must attend for the information. Yeah, and, uh, you, you know, you, I think you know. I don't want to sound like I'm selling anything. Yeah, I don't you know. That's our I mean? fine line, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I, you know, my attitude towards it is we've promoted it. It's a great event. It's going to be absolutely awesome. If you can make it, we'd love to have you there. And if you miss it, you miss it. I mean, that, that's it. At the end of the day, we end up in life where we end up because of the journey that we go through and those opportunities that we present. And whether we take advantage of them or not, you know, what I've learned in life is that, you know, when opportunity's knocking on the front door, most people are back in the backyard looking for four-leaf clovers and never hear the knock. So, um, again, I think we've done a wonderful job promoting the event, and I hope a ton of people show up because I can't say it's a one-and-done, but I don't see any time in the near future that we're going to have Marty back. Um, so I'd say it's a good opportunity to see him if you're interested. You know what you just did right there? 
That's called a mic drop in the radio business. <laughs> Boom. That's a mic drop, exit, exit stage, there you go. exit stage left. <laughs> Brett, what's on the agenda? You're coming up after the break today. Well said, David. Yeah, um, I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant uh, today. Again, oh, convention, okay. conventional wisdom. I want to talk about uh, distribution spend down strategies. Again, part of the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. Again, we always talk about how everyone always emphasizes the investment, the investment, the investment, the investment. And again, while we've been heavy over the past couple of weeks and months, I'm talking about tax, 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 and especially with Mr. Ruby coming into the town this, uh, this coming week. Really want to talk about the income plan, income distribution. Nobody has that written income plan. And two plans that I saw over the past week from, again, when I talk about which which companies in our markets manage the most amount of monies? You normally see a Vanguard, a Fidelity, a TIA, big companies that are out there. So I saw two clients who had working with uh, two of those organizations right there. And again, I just want to talk about how conventional wisdom does not work. All right. Brett will kick us off after the break, Karen. Um, last, certainly not least, welcome in. Thank um, you. Nice to have you here. The headsets Thanks. are fitting well for you today. <laughs> I'm having a bad hair morning, I <laughs> okay. think. So I'm not going to take it. You know, no offense to the headphones. On, but, um, on your segment today, you're going to cover what? The importance of planning for a married or a married couple or a couple when one of your partners passes away. One, oh. It's guaranteed it's going to happen. Absolutely. So you really need to plan for it. Right. And did you say one of your partners or? So one, I meant like a couple, uh, one okay. person passing away. Because I didn't one. know what your plan was. I just yeah. wanted to find out. Right. <laughs> a lot to learn for you as well. Holy listen smokes, listen right? closely. I'll be listening very closely. <laughs> we'll get to our first commercial break here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I am going to tell you during the show about one workshop following the summit. Right back to work they go. Uh, the day after the 25th. More, uh, but we'll kick it off with bread after the break. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, as we come to you on a Saturday morning, we continue to welcome in new listeners and welcome new members of the Thrive Army. What is the Thrive Army? The Thrive Army is a collection of individuals tuning into the program uh, that have raised their hand. They're willing to uh, come out to the workshop. They've accepted the challenge of trying to learn uh, about uh, thriving in retirement and with no unconditional guarantee um, have really committed to spreading the message about retirement. I think it's really amazing uh, for where this show is today on this Saturday in September versus where we started um, a few years back. So really, really good stuff. That's a tribute to everybody here uh, at Thrive Financial Services. Brett, over to you, my friend. Welcome in on a Saturday. Yeah, thank you, sir. yeah, Krause, today I want to do, almost do a sound off just talking about just going deep on the whole conventional wisdom side. You know, when we're at the workshop, we always say, all right, show of hands, or I always say shout it out. You never want to touch your 401k or your IRA before what age, and overwhelmingly with strangers in the room, they all say the age of 59 and a half. And then I follow up and I say, conventional wisdom has also taught us all, you never want to touch your IRA 401k if you can, defer, defer, defer until what age, again, nobody else knowing each other in the room until the age of 70 and a half. So I just want to focus on a little bit of that today because I had the opportunity over the past week um, to, to, to visit. Again, we sit in front of 30 to 40 new uh, prospects on a weekly basis. So again, we got that opportunity. Numbers seem like they keep on climbing to see about 2,000 different plans on an annual basis. I think when you get to the end of 2019 and you calculate the number, 
it's going to be much higher than that. Uh, our calendars are packed right now. Yes, sir. So I would tell you uh, I agree with that, uh, Krause. But, you know, part of the Thrive Retirement Plan, the things that we always talk about, and what I'm really going to emphasize today is talking about that written income plan. Again, we a lot of times get people that are do-it-yourselfers or uh, a lot of times, maybe about 75% of the time that we meet with people, we find they're already working with a financial advisor. And sometimes people are bringing in their plan that they're getting from that other advisor. And you always say, hey, can you do me a favor? Because it's part of what David says of the importance of a second opinion when you come in. And that's what the Thrive Retirement Roadmap is all about. But I always push back sometimes, Kraus, and I say, do you ever question what's in this report? Because it's one thing that you get a glossy, beautiful pages on a, a 98 thick uh, white piece of paper. So it's really pretty and glossy, but people don't understand the substance that's in it. And I want to talk about two uh, particular cases that we saw last week uh, as it all relates to distribution strategies. Again, we talk about the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. We always, everyone in our industry always wants to focus on the investment side of things, but again, it needs to work hand in hand with tax efficiency, health care, if legacy is important. And what's that last piece? And what we're going to emphasize today is that written income plan. So the first one I have here is I want to talk about just a quick strategy that we see people, whether it be second marriage or whatever the case may be, but there's a large difference in ages between couples, between people that are within that couple. Sometimes it's 10, 15. We've seen it as much as 18-year gaps between the ages. Um, it doesn't always have to be a second marriage either. So when we start talking about that income strategy, again, this was the, from a client who was already working with an advisor, Krause, that there was a 12-year age difference between husband and wife. And wife is getting ready to turn age 62, age 62 this year. In fact, next month. And then Mr. is already in his 70s. Okay. And again, for those of you, Karen has done a great job over the past couple of weeks talking about social security and how it works. And again, we always talk about when the first spouse passes away, the surviving spouse always keeps the greater of the two incomes. But yet this advisor that they were working with was recommending for the missus to wait another four years all the way to her little beyond full retirement age before she would start taking her social security. Now, mister, remember I said there was a 16-year age gap here. He's already 78 years old. Life expectancy is a little bit shorter than a typical 65-year-old. So knowing that he already had this significant Social Security benefit, I just had to sit there and we question, and we talked about it. Say so the goal is how can we collect two checks for the greatest amount of time? Because we know when the first person passes away, we lose the lower of the two Social Security checks. So it always makes me question. Again, there's so many times, and we always talk about the tax efficiency of delaying your Social Security, but it also needs to make sense. And that's what drives me up a wall is when people are asking us, can you give me a second opinion on this plan that I already have for my other advisor? And we see it coming in. I'm like, how long have you been working with this guy? And it's like, ah, oh, 20, 25 years. It's great. We go out for breakfast once, uh, once a, a year. And then I meet in his office the other half of the year. And you know, we've become really good friends. And then the one guy told me, yeah, you know, what's funny is I pulled $100,000 of the $2 million I was investing from him. And our relationship all of a sudden changed. I go, are you trying to tell me you weren't really good friends anymore? And he goes, maybe I wasn't. I go, now all of a sudden you're starting to question his loyalty and trust. And now I'm bringing things to light to you that may not necessarily make sense. 
and again, it's not saying one advisor, well, I guess it is saying that one advisor is better than another advisor, but you got to start questioning. Don't get too comfortable with the plans that have already been established. Put the, You're paying somebody a fee. If you're paying someone a fee for a plan, you want to instigate. You want to bring up questions, and that's what we do during our workshops is giving part of the Thrive Army, people that come out to our education, educational workshops, again, us just trying to be an advocate out there in the, in the community, that push back. If you're doing it yourself, things to think about. If you're working with an advisor, things to question your advisor on because conventional wisdom doesn't always get us there. We're a believer in this situation, and we showed the roadmap. Again, one of the first pieces, it is the first piece of the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review is that Social Security Maximization Report. You get big age differences between people. It makes no sense to delay that benefit. That's A. I'm not going to talk about that Social Security conversation anymore, but where my sound off really wants to be is with both of these uh, prospects that came in, they both had drilled into their mind their spend-down strategy on their assets. And if you go on to Google, if you go on to, which is now a verb, David talks about that during the workshop, uh, Google's now uh, a verb out there, is, and you start talking about how do I spend down my assets? Conventional wisdom tells you a couple things. First thing it tells you, you always want to spend down your after-tax money first, okay? The second thing it typically tells you is you're going to want to spend down your IRA assets, 401k assets second. And then lastly, they're saying spend your Roth assets last. So to me, when I hear that conversation, number one, it's conventional wisdom. People, part of the Thrive Army, people that are loyal listeners to this show, people that have come out and visit us at a workshop, people that have come in to get that complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, they know how passionate we are about taxes. So I, I sat there and looked them both in the eye, two different situations. I go, okay, so your plan has you paying no taxes. You're like, yeah, why would I not want to pay any taxes? I go, well, based on your spend-down strategy, next year you could pull out $30,000 out of your IRA and not pay a dollar in taxes. Would you not want to do that? And they looked at me and I said, well, that's not what they say everywhere. I go, I get it. But when you're listening to the news or you're watching a show on TV or you're reading a book, is that personalized to you? And then you get like the, the perk up and it's like, I guess not. I go, I get it. I go, it's more than understanding and hearing things on the surface. It's as you say, Krause, peeling back the layers of the onion and saying, okay, that makes sense from a rational standpoint. But does that really apply to my situation? And again, when we talk about the, the, the status that this country's in in terms of the amount of debt, $23 trillion and growing, and we talk about the, the tax law changes that happened in November of 2017 where everybody just went through year one of what's going to be the new normal of the next eight years, is again, we're creatures of habit. We're used to doing the same thing, the same thing every single time the same way. And now all of a sudden you get something that's changing We've got to be proactive on it, not only proactive, but figuring out how does that apply to me? And it's I think not- it's fair. I, I think it's fair for the individual to ask that question. Uh, I think David says it all. Everybody in the studio here says it all the time. Feel free to get a second opinion on the conversation. I don't think people are getting a second opinion, Brett, on what they're being told at all. It doesn't sound to me like that. And, and, and that's it, Krause, is getting that second opinion. And even when people, and you remember, you said it, it's complimentary, is again, it gives people ammunition, errors in the quiver to fire back at their advisor to say why. 
to say why, to say why. Oh, my advisor is saying that. Would you ever ask him why? You're like, Brad, I could never ask why because I don't understand how all this works. I just put all my full faith and trust in my advisor. I figured that's the way it should work. You mean conventional wisdom. And again, that's what our educational workshops are all about. Again, I make a joke during every single one of our workshops. I apologize that we're not serving a filet mignon along with a bottle of wine tonight. But for those of you that are looking to, to further your education, and again, us just simply being advocates out here in the Delaware Valley, I think people are starting to take it to heart. I mean, we are starting to see our attendance through the roof at these workshops. I mean, I wonder, I wonder, and I don't want to let you finish. That's okay. The first example that you used, an individual, the husband is 78. There's a 16-year age gap gap between, between the husband and the wife. And within that difference are a lot of mistakes that sounds like they were made before they came to your doorstep. Is that right? And they had only been working with that existing advisor for 40 years. 40 years. Wow. And then you could see the agita starting to to boil up and perk up. I mean, and that's where I'm going to stop on that part of it today because we start getting involved in fees. Oh, Brett, I'm not paying any fees. I go, yeah. I go, why do you believe that? And then when you start understanding the lawsuit that the companies are paying, because when people don't deny nor admit, sometimes what does that mean at the end of the day? But some people, big companies just want to pay a fee and just make it go away. But that's a whole other animal is we got to challenge the people that we put our full faith and trust in. Again, it's, just, it's much like going to a doctor. You got to ask why and go seek out that a second opinion. Again, the health is one concern, but you, again, your finances are not far behind it. We need to understand, David talks about it all the time, we talk about it during the workshops, be a tax planner, not a tax procrastinator, because we talk about all the puzzle pieces. As we reach halftime, which is retirement, the rules down are different than the way the rules getting up. And again, it's the importance of putting those puzzle pieces more together than you ever have had to in your life becomes that much more critical. So again, if you're not having that conversation, we invite you out to one of our workshops. We're going to be out in the Indian Valley Public Library here on Thursday, the 26th. You can visit us at thrivefinancialservices.com. You can call us at 1-800-516-5861. Krause, I can't emphasize the importance of that second opinion. And you can go to thrivefinancialservices.com to also get registered for that workshop. uh, And the workshop audiences are growing in New Jersey. I got a text from you following your last event across the bridge. Really good stuff. I'm so excited that people are reacting. I'm so excited that they're responding. That's it. Just pay it forward, my friend. All right. Good stuff here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. We'll get to a commercial break. Karen's here on the other side. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We welcome everyone in on a Saturday morning. Don't forget you can go to pataxsummit.org, pataxsummit.org, and get registered for Thriving in Retirement, the Tax Revolution Summit. The event is on the 25th of September, next Wednesday. Uh, It's at the Doubletree Suites in Plymouth Meeting. Get registered. There is no charge. It is complimentary. Uh, It is a very defined and very focused two-hour event about that. And uh, you'll leave with a lot of information. Karen is here. Um, You know, uh, Karen, um, your topic of talking about death of a spouse. We know it's going to happen, but we never know when. Just last week, I saw the story of a gentleman who was celebrating his 110th 
hmm. uh, birthday. It was a, it was a great story. Um, we are living longer. We've said that right. many times uh, on the show. I even think I'm going to live longer. I thought I was going to be one of the early checkouts, but now I'm starting <laughs> to believe that I am going to be around for a while yet. Yeah, that's a whole other radio show. That, we have to is. get into the details of that. <laughs> yes. but that sounds like it could be a juicy story for a future show. I don't know. Well, everyone in my family passed away at 60 years old. My mother died at 60. My father mm. died at 60. My mother's sister uh, died at 60. So for the longest point, I always felt as though 60 was going to be my number. I didn't know any better, and I just always assumed that somewhere in that was going to be the longevity of my life. Now, of course, um, I'm hoping to get deep into the 80s or 90s. I'm not sure if I'll get there, but that's what I'm So you've made for. it then. Is that what you said, Carlson? No, I'm not over there yet. No, all right, man. I know I look older. I know I look older than 60. We'll keep you in our thoughts, there. brother. Thank you, sir. Right. Isn't it? Don't you feel? I feel young. I'm, I know I'm not a teenager, but I still feel good. And you think, oh, my gosh, I'm like, I'm like mid-50s. I'm definitely like half way through my life at this point. So. We are the new, we're not the new 40. 50 is the new 30. That's what they? I say. Yeah. I agree with you. All I right. agree totally. So uh, I'm going to touch on a subject which nobody likes to think about, but you should always plan for it. And Joe, I know you know that a few months ago, um, unexpectedly, my father passed away and he was, you know, 80, but a good 80 and it was an accident and it was something that was unexpected. So it's definitely an emotional time. And before you have to start thinking about that, you should plan for it. And that's what we do here on a daily basis when we meet with people. We make sure that that's all well planned for. So I was uh, looking at an article and had a financial checklist for when your spouse dies. And um, it says losing a spouse is one of the most traumatic life events most of us will ever face, which I really agree with. Dealing with the death of a loved one is never easy, and grief can bring on a myriad of emotions that you might not be prepared for. Before you have time to fully process those emotions, you'll face a laundry list of decisions to make for your future. So when you're approaching retirement, it's different when you're a young couple and this happens. When you're approaching retirement, it's definitely something that you need to... Um, think about. So what we do is when we meet with couples that are, um, sometimes couples are married, sometimes they aren't. But when we meet with couples, one of the things we do when we sit down with you and we ask you to bring all your information is we do something called a cash flow analysis. So what we do, and we take into consideration, okay, you're married. You, to start with, you both have a social security income, you have assets, and you may or may not both have pension incomes. And we say, and we look at everything with all the reports we do, and I know Dave's going to touch on one later that we also do for um, our appointments and our prospective clients, is that we say, um, everything looks good until one of you passes away. So what happens when you're a married couple and one person passes away? You lose a social security. One social security income is going to go away. Brett just covered that. And he said, you still keep the higher of the two. If you're not married... That's a whole different situation. Um, pension incomes. We take a look at what your pension incomes are when you're planning for retirement. But if one person passes away, does that pension income go away? Or is 50% of it there, 60%? Um, and what's surprising to me is people who come in, like Brett said, it's frustrating. They have had advisors. They have an advisor they've had for 20 years. And then when we're sitting down with you, as we're gathering information, we say, do you have pension income? And they say, yes, we will have a pension. 
And then I'll ask them the next question. Okay, if you pass away, what does your spouse get? And they kind of give me that blank stare. And it's frustrating for me to hear that because as a financial advisor and your financial advisor that you had for 20 years, you should know that and that should be part of your income plan. You should understand what's going to happen if that pension disappears or 50% of it disappears. Um, So when... What I would suggest you do if you're out there listening to it and you haven't started planning for this or you're kind of the kind of person that likes to stick your head in the sand and pretend it's not going to happen, give us a call, 800-516-5861. Look us up on our website, thrivefinancialservices.com. Schedule a complimentary consultation. See if you're, if you're in a good situation. There's more to do once a spouse passes away, and it's good to have this information at your ready. Um, yeah, I think it's. Go ahead, David. No, yeah, Joe. No, I was just going to say, I think it's the one time that you don't want to get caught off guard. You don't. Right? Yeah, 100%. It, yeah, absolutely. And it, it's, look, again, it's something nobody wants to think about. And you don't have to go, I mean, there's just some basic things that need to be done in preparation mm-hmm. from a financial. And Karen will finish up on that. Just real quick on the one topic that she just covered that we see quite often, and I review it in our workshop, is one of the costly errors. So I'm going to give you a typical, and Brent Brent uses the word conventional wisdom. Um, Again, I just think it's what's told to people, or it's the automatic default that we think is the proper way to do things. Mm -hmm. Quick example on pensions. Many people do not know what the survivorship benefit percentage amount is of what their pension. So if a pension, uh, the spouse who has a pension passes away, you have to know, is it they get nothing? The pension just stops? Do they get 50%? Do they get 75 Or do they get 100%? Um, because that's part of the cash flow analysis. Because what we want to illustrate for people in that analysis is what does life look like from a cash flow perspective in retirement And then when a spouse passes, because there's a dramatic reduction in cash flow. Now, one of the mistakes that, and this is in our opinion, what some people will do is they will take and elect a 0% survivor benefit, meaning when the person who owns the pension passes away, the pension stops, all right? But what they do or been coached to do is buy life insurance as a replacement for that cash flow. The challenge is 90% of the time that we see the life insurance that's purchased, it's term life insurance, which means it has a finite term to it. And what people don't take into consideration is if you're buying it at a later age, it's expensive. So they tend to buy a shorter term policy. Instead of a 30-year, it might only be a 20-year or 10-year, maybe even a 15-year. There's a really big percentage that that person may outlive that term life insurance policy. Mm -hmm. So now the surviving spouse does not get a life insurance benefit, and they don't get the monthly cash flow. It's a big issue. It is a real big issue. Right. And... And you might be wondering, why do people take zero? Why does my spouse not get any pension? What's the reason for that? Because they offer you, that's the first one they offer you is, oh, you'll get this larger amount if there's no survivor benefit. But you never know. Everybody knows their date of birth. You don't know your date of death. And I can't encourage you enough to take a serious look at it because this was an accident that happened to my father. And it was traumatic for the whole family. And to be the spouse that's left with making all the decisions, if you're out there, be a team, 
know what's going to happen when one person passes away, know where everything is and know that there's a plan in place. I cannot stress that enough because it's such an emotional thing to go through. You don't want to have to make, you don't want to make wrong decisions. So that's my, my two cents on that. Well, on that uh, very poignant point, we'll go to a commercial break. We'll continue uh, on the other side. This is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. David Bazaar will join us uh, after the break. Back in a moment. Back here on a Saturday morning on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Go to pataxsummit.org to get information for the Tax Revolution Summit coming up on the 25th. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com, and you can register for the workshop. Brett referenced it on Thursday, the 26th, at the Indian Valley Library uh, on Church Road, and that is in Telford. That is on Thursday, the 26th. So, Joe, we want, to, uh, we want to finish up the show talking a little bit about investing, right? We talk a lot about taxes. We talk about Social Security planning. Uh, we talk about those things. You know, we here at Thrive, we do it all, right? So Social Security, Medicare, uh, taxation, longevity planning, estate planning. Um, and I think sometimes people lose sight that we also do investment management. <laughs> and our investment management comes from a perspective of being very conservative. What we know... Um, and we see thousands of people. I mean, thousands of people. So we get the luxury of being able to make what I would consider kind of some real-time data decisions because we just ask, right? So we know typically how much people have in retirement savings. Um, we don't experience personally, um, and I don't think most of our audience is in this situation, but when you hear that the average 60-year-old only has about $30,000 in their retirement savings, mm-hmm. if, you, if you kind of went off of what the data is according to you know, the media, you, you'd really be incredibly depressed. Um, I would say that the average person that we sit down with, which, you know, the, uh, 64, 65 years old, most people are typically married. Um, but when we look at retirement assets, they're, and again, this is just average, doesn't, ma- doesn't prevent you from coming and seeing us. I'm just kind of give you a little bit of data. But the average person we sit down with probably has about a million to a million five in retirement assets. That doesn't include the equity in their home and so on and so forth. And most of the people, um, the way they're invested is they're invested in mutual funds. And we typically see the normal asset allocation model, meaning how much do they have sitting in equity stocks? How much do they have sitting in fixed income bonds? How much cash they have? Do they have any type of alternative investment, so on and so forth? Interestingly, um, we tend to see people um, around a 60% ratio in equities and a 40% in bonds. With the caveat that people are telling us that they're about to start switching more into bonds, you know, for safety, because that's the perception. So that's what we see, right? And um, we, we have a little bit different take on it. We, we do believe in passive investing, passive management investing. We like the Vanguard companies. We like the Black Rocks, the Fidelities of the world. Um, it's very hard to beat the indexes out there. But we're a little bit of a hybrid approach in the sense that there's active surveillance on that passive management, right? Because the thing that retirees and folks listening to this show have to take into consideration, and we talked about this last week on our show, sequence of return mm-hmm. risk. And I want to give it just a quick definition so people understand it. 
So the challenge with staying, and I'm, you know, I'm doing the air quotes, staying the course when market corrects during retirement is most people, whether it's through forced distributions of required minimum distributions or just absolutely the need to use retirement assets to supplement Social Security and, and maybe a pension, what we're doing is we're siphoning off shares, right? So for me to collect $2,000 a month out of my mutual fund portfolio, um, that company has to sell those shares in the market to send me my check, now, if at the same time the market's in a declining mode, we're also losing share price at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a double whammy. What people tend to lose sight of is they go, yeah, but the market always comes back. And you know what? It does. It always comes back. It may take a little longer than it has in the past, and I'll talk to tell you about that in a second. But what we have to realize is as the share prices are improving, if we have been withdrawing money and eliminating shares, that increased value per share is on a lot less shares. So we never really recover the principal that we gave up by selling those shares. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. It's, it's, you have to follow it. You have to listen yep. intently to follow it. Yeah, it so sense. all you're doing is you sell off so you have less to recover, mm -hmm. right? Even though the sh So the variable is the share price. Mm -hmm. The constant is how many shares you have. So mm -hmm. if I start out with $10,000 or 10,000 shares at 10 bucks, I know I have a price, mm -hmm. right? I know I have a value on my portfolio. But if I've sold off 3,000 of those shares for distributions, and now that price that's gone through some gyration is back up to 10 $10 times my 8,000 shares is a lot less than what I had previously, mm -hmm. even though the market recovered. Mm -hmm. So that's what I think people have to protect themselves. Um, we see a lot of people just say it's kind of uh, no real activity. It's kind of inactivity on it. So, you know, something that you may want to consider, depending on what type of investments you have, is to talk to an advisor about finding out what your, your risk level is, what your comfort level is with loss, right? Um, are you okay with a 10% loss? Are you okay with 15? Are you okay with a 20? And what's interesting, when I ask people that question, they go, I, I'd be okay with a 10% 10 loss. I say, okay, well, on $100,000, that's 10 grand. You okay with that? Yeah. On a million, that's 100 grand. Mm -hmm. So are you okay emotionally losing $100,000 during retirement? And they say, well, yeah, sure, if it comes back. And I say, okay, but what if you have less shares for it to come back? And now you can start to see the wheels turning, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So one of the tools that we use, a part of our Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, is a tool called Riskalyze. And Riskalyze has kind of become the platinum standard within the industry for trying to define for a client what's their risk in different types of markets. And are you properly positioned? Um, so kind of our act of surveillance is if somebody's got a stock portfolio, uh, we consider doing option strategies on it to protect against downside risk. Um, sometimes it's a stop loss strategy. And my encouragement would be to our listening audiences, if they do work with an advisor, to ask about those strategies. And are those strategies something that they should be deploying and making sure that they're protecting? Because here's, here's what I'm concerned about, right? So we're in the longest term bull market in you know, in, in history. Um, and we all know that what goes up must come down at some particular point. 
So Barron's did an article a couple weeks back, and their prediction, they did a study dating back to 1906 on every bull market that has occurred. And every bull market, obviously, is followed by a bear market. And what they concluded from this study is that the longer the bull market, the more severe the correction is, and the longer it will take for a recovery. So for a moment, you know, kind of project, you know, you, you, you haven't reached 60 yet, and, uh, but let's project out to 75, okay? And um, let's say that, um, well, what Barron's is saying is that we should have somewhere around a 37.5 to 40% correction on uh, the S&P 500 index in our next bear market situation. So let's say you're 75 years old, you had a couple million dollars saved, and now we see that reduced by 40%. What, what do you think the emotions are? Concerned, right? Concerned, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And confidence is somewhat eroded, yeah. right? You may start going, geez, well, I don't have, you know, I lost a decent amount. I mean, that's $400,000 on yeah, a million dollars, right? Yeah. So now do I go out to dinner as often as I was going? Do I take as many vacations? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, again, you got to feel it a little bit. Then the second half of what Barron's talked about is that the recovery, which typically is three to four years, now should be extended to five or six years. So now if you're 75 years old, it may take you to age 80 to kind of get back to a uh, kind of square or level place. Mm-hmm. Now you start, right, it starts making it a little bit more that you have to be aware of this, especially from 75 to 80, we're also be taking required minimum distributions that each year that percentage you have to take out keeps going up. So it, kind of, it starts to kind of become this perfect storm situation that if you stay inactive, reactive, it could really have a pretty detrimental effect on overall retirement. So Riskalyze does an analysis. It's an algorithm-based software where, number one, we assess your risk. We ask you some behavioral questions. It's basically the same question asked 15 different ways. And that way, we really find out where your comfort level is, and we assign a risk value. And that value is anywhere from 1 to 100, 1 being the money's buried in the backyard in a cookie jar, and 100 is, you know, you're at the casinos three times a week. Most of the people we visit with come in somewhere around 35 to 40, which Mm -hmm. puts them conservative with a focus of capital preservation. The next step is we take your portfolio. Every single holding in your portfolio, we run that through the software, and we get a risk profile of what your overall portfolio looks like on that same scale. So every investment that you have, we look from a fee perspective, a performance perspective, an industry perspective, and what's the risk associated with it. So the goal is to get the risk profile of the investment Mm -hmm. to match up as closely as the risk profile of you, your risk tolerance level. If we're within one or two points away, 100% okay. But if we're 10 or 15 points away, really anything over six points away starts to set up a red flag where it may be you're not taking enough risk or you're taking way too too much risk. And it's usually the latter, right? People taking too much risk. They're staying in the game a little too long. So we want to have some corrective action there to make recommendation of how to put a little bit better protection in place against that next market decline. Great stuff, David. I mean, that's a... It's a no-brainer. It's, it's a, just a process. It's a no-brainer, but you have to go through the process yep. to be able to see that, no doubt. Great way to end up the show today on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. We'll never cover everything that we need to cover. 
in this 60 minutes on a Saturday morning, but we certainly do hope that all members of the listening audience, when we sign off the air, um, feel more educated than before uh, they started. That's going to do it this week on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. On behalf of David, on behalf of Karen, on behalf of Brett, and on behalf of Frank back in the studio, I'm Joe Krause. We'll see everybody on Wednesday night, the 25th. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.